The following pendant production contains subject matter of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on King. These are SOL schematics, Dad. Overrides for the safety protocols. Tivia, I really don't know don't what Don't lie you're... to me. Jawbone? What happened to you? The boss found out about what happened. Let go of my arm. I like that. Kind of feisty. That hurts. Good. I must ask that you unhand her immediately. I guess I'll have to do something about you. (laughs) Hooks! Let me go, Jawbone. I want to do something. I want to help. I want in. You want in? Tithia, come on. You're a good kid. You don't want to get mixed up in all this. I'm just tired of always being on the outside looking in. I know that feeling. Okay. You'd probably get into places where my boys can't go. You know Mr. Arkell's man, Jawbone? Yes, I've seen him around the Kingery. He blames me for something, and, uh, I think because of that he ran off with Julie. Is she here? Why, yes. She just returned a few minutes ago. Hello, Mr. Shepard. Hooks told me Jawbone ran off with you. Jawbone just had some lights out on one side of his room. So, nothing happened? Uh, I fixed the lights. I'm working on a school paper about airlock decompression and repressurization. I was wondering if you could show me how you do all of that. Wait right here, okay? Sure. And... Ah, here we go. So, one or two this time. One will be fine. You have to try this stuff. Makes you feel like you're flying. Warm and floaty. Nice. Something about you. A natural honesty. Alright, kid, you're in. I'll be in touch. Thank you. 1427 Ricketson Road. What's this? Handprint identification. Okay. Retina scan. Wow, this guy must be seriously off his rocker. Metropolitan Civil Crimes Unit. Officer M. Roberts. Oh, boy. I'm a cop? I'm in a cop's body. How did I... No, no, that doesn't matter. I've made some stupid moves, but this beats them all. (laughs) At least I'm safe for the moment, and I don't look so lambsy on the outside, no matter how I'm feeling on the inside. Keep breathing. Okay. Okay. Too much time has passed. Something has gone terribly wrong. There has to be a way to figure out what's happened. A data interface. Of course, he'd have one. Hmm. Look at that. Hmm. Why am I looking in here? I think I must be hungry. Ugh. How old is that? What? What is it? Ooh, cookies. Chocolate fizzies. I'm beginning to like this guy. I don't know what this is, but I don't think I'm going to drink it. 
I may just give up drinking recreation of brain slammers altogether after this. Another retina scan. This guy's so suspicious. Maybe he has to be. That's a grim thought, because I've got to wonder why, don't I? Yes, I think we found the office. A comfy chair, cookies right where I can get them quickly. Ugh, I think that used to be some kind of coffee. <sighs> Alright, cop. How do you keep your data interface secure? Hello. Wake up. Yo? Hey, it's the man with the shiny cop badge. <clears throat> I can't get used to this. I'm not having fun anymore. Come on, M. Roberts. Help me and I'll help you. It's awake. Alright, what's this? Appointments with Shepard at the Boutique a la Fleur and at the Kingery Sparkle Pool and at Geppi's Decadent Chocolatier. That's in 20 minutes. I can go myself. Well, I'd have to go like this, but maybe he can help me figure out what's going on. Do you have time to clean up first? A little? Yes? Let's see what we have to put on, shall we, M. Roberts? I've done this before. I know I have, but this feels... I shouldn't be in a real person's body, should I? That's not how it works. I need... Robert! What? Uh, <clears throat> yes? Where have you been? Come on, you shouldn't be out so openly on the thoroughfare. One of the boss's boys will see you. Uh, sorry? Where are we going? I'm getting you out of sight. Don't mind them. Why are people looking at me like that? They've been doing that ever since I hit the thoroughfare. <sighs> because you look better than usual. You should wear blue more often. It brings out the color of your eyes. Quick, in here. We can stay in here for a few minutes. I know the guy who runs this place. What were you thinking coming so close to the kingery like that? Have you lost your mind? I'm lost, period. I was just going to ask someone where Geppi's decadent chocolatier was. I walked down the thoroughfare, but I couldn't see it anywhere. And I was afraid to go too far from what I... remembered. Are you alright, Roberts? You sound... funny. <laughs> Me? I just had a very bad night. Being a cop is sometimes harder than at other times. Last night was definitely one of those times. I'll take your word for it. Adam Shepard's been going crazy wondering where Shepherd? you- Shepard? I was going to meet him. Where is he? He's in his room, as far as I know. I know you're pretty tough and all that, but I still don't think you should be here. And you sure shouldn't go to the kingery itself. Uh, I think it'll do him good to know that you're okay and that you're here. Would you like me to go tell him? Yeah, if you could tell him, that would be great. Where should I wait, do you think? At Gebby's? If that's where you're supposed to meet anyway, I guess that'll be okay. It's down two stores and a block off the thoroughfare. That's probably why he picked it. I'll show you where it is before I go talk to Shepard. I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh-huh. Come on. Adam! Hello? Adam! It's Regina! Adam! 
It's Regina. I need to talk to you. Adam, I'm coming in. I'll listen to you. Mm. I like it. <laughs> you make me feel so wicked. Wisdom drives out. She uttered her voice in the streets. Hey now, I don't walk no streets no more. As a jewel of gold in a swine's knot. <laughs> so is a fair woman, which is without discretion. <laughs> Uh, are you you calling me a pig or something? And you're a man of God? Regina, hi, come on in. We've got this great stuff. No, thank you. Be sure your sin will find you out. Adam, how could you do this? I thought you were better than this. <laughs> He's been getting plenty of practice. The boss has him on a tab. Makes it real easy to figure, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's kind of educational, too. It's like being back in the agrodome and hearing them go on and on about God and being meek. And <laughs> but he's cuter and a lot more fun than any of them were because they just wanted to skid in so fast. And then they would just say, you're the center. But the preacher, he's sweet and full of poetic type stuff. And he likes to float with me. It's real nice. What do you mean he has a tab? Have they not divided the prey? Every man a damsel or two? You know, he don't have to pay because the boss... Never mind. Adam! Adam, are you listening to me? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, God made you fine. He did. The Lord lives! Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God, the rock, my savior. He is the God who avenges me, who puts the nations under me, who sets me free from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men, you rescued me. Mmm, <laughs> some rock. No one has rescued you yet, Adam, and you are naked. Where is your shame? May your priests, O oh Lord God, be clothed with salvation. <laughs> Being naked is natural. Don't you know that, Regina? You probably won't remember any of this, but I won't forget it, Adam. You're just a man like any other man, not as weak as some or as bad as you could be. But I thought you were better. I thought deep inside of you there was something sterling. I guess I was wrong. Hope. Deferred maketh the heart sick. Yes. Yes, I'm heart sick. Because with the choices I have, if I have to choose, I'd rather choose a well-meaning, weak man who can save himself than a bad man who can't and won't turn from the road he's too far gone on. Oh, God, please help me. Regina? She's gone, honey, and I'm right glad of it. I like her, but she's put a real chill in my float. I'm gonna open up some more. You'd like some more, wouldn't you, preacher? Hmm? But we see, we are slaves today. Slaves in the lands you gave our forefathers so they could eat its fruits and the other good things it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant good harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. 
<laughs> Don't you worry. You wait right here. I'm gonna just go on over to the table and open up another packet of heaven. Okay, handsome? Yes. The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. Yep. Boss, there's someone here to see you. Who is it, Jawbone? It's a cop. I saw her ID, but she says she's a friend of yours, boss. <laughs> there's only one person in the entire universe who fits that description. Send her in. Boss, you're friends with a cop? Yeah, ain't that a kick in the head? Arkel, you don't need an actual door with a goon this size. Excuse me, do you think perhaps you could move and let me go inside? I ain't a door. My compliments. I'd pat you on the back, but I don't think I could reach it. Let her in, Jawbone. Shut the door behind you. Don't let anybody bother me for a while. Sure, boss. It's real good to see you, Madeline. Come in. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable. That's my badge. I think you should call me Lieutenant Gray, since I'm here in an official capacity. I heard you got promoted. Congratulations, Lieutenant. What can I do for you, officially? There's a cop missing. His name is Roberts. I'm just gonna ask you straight out. Do you know anything about it? Why would I? Most of the time I try to avoid cops. He was investigating shenanigans. He and Devi apparently have an unfriendly history. Could be. Devi's got a history with a lot of people. Sometimes friendly, sometimes not. But Shenanigans is licensed, and the inspectors come by regularly to make sure the girls have their implants up to date. Besides whatever personal thing he had going on in regard to Devi, I think that he may have seen it as a way to get to you. Well, maybe he wasn't as smart as you, then. I don't take kindly to anyone messing with what belongs to me, even if I don't own it on my books anymore. Once I take on a thing, I sort of think it's my duty to keep watch over it. Your duty? You are so full of shit. I'm sure you already know why any cop would be investigating any of your businesses. Between you and me, let's not pretend otherwise. Alright. I'm used to the cops sniffing around me in my place, whether they have a reason or not. There are always plenty of reasons, and you know it. I seem to know a lot of things I didn't know I knew. <laughs> oh, I remember that sneer so well. Yeah, and I remember that fierce kitten look you get. I always found it rather sweet. And before you spit and scratch me, I can see you've grown up into a tigress. Or would that be some other kind of big wildcat? I hope you're not wasting your overrated charm on me. Because I think I'm not quite getting why anyone would find it appealing. <sighs> I see your sense of humor hasn't improved. You know, I think I actually had a sense of humor once. Someone hijacked it about the same time my family lost their homesteading. Yeah, I could look into that for you if you want. Try to get my people to track a stolen sense of humor. I'll give you a fair deal when I do find it. Good sense of humor is rare. Has a hell of a resale value on the black market. You can't buy me. You tried that once and it didn't work then. Don't try it again because if I even suspect a hint of anything that smells of bribery, I'll slap cuffs on you so fast you won't even realize you haven't got matching ear studs. I never tried to buy you. I tried to give you a hand up from the hard times you fell on, but you were too proud to know the difference. You know, you've always had a titanium brain, lightning quick and about as lethal, but- What is it? Still trying to figure me out? You can't do it, you know. You never will. Oh yeah? You're the one who walked through my door. 
It didn't have to be you. They could have sent a different cop. Plenty of them would love to take a swipe at me. Yeah, that's right. I walked through your door because when the word came round about Roberts, I asked for the assignment since I do know you. I'm probably one of the few people who turned you down and lived to be glad of it. And there's that cold bitch side of you I remember so well. That's Lieutenant Cold Bitch to you, Arkell. You know, I actually went to Old Earth to do my advanced training. Yeah, I went to Old Earth too. Smells bad. Strange. Did you think that maybe it smells because it's old? <sighs> anyway, one of the things I did was visit the animal preserves. You're like one of those ancient predators, doing so much violence by instinct, loving the taste of blood, tearing up anything that gets in your way. What, like a wolf or a lion? Yeah, maybe so. Does that mean you still think I'm, uh, how did you put it, handsome as sin? I was thinking of something more reptilian, like one of those ugly old crocodiles with the brain the size of my thumb. I think you know I'm not really cold-blooded. <laughs> Are we still talking about that kiss? One kiss. I was 16. And there you were, already spleen deep with your family's bloody business. Such a bad boy. You wanted to kiss me and it felt so damned... naughty. Mmm, it certainly did. It was just a kiss. I've had better and worse since. It didn't change anything. You were still Tommy Arkell. Heading at breakneck speed for a culpable and reprehensible road. And I was always going to be a poor girl with ambition. And ethics that you always thought were stupid. You're wrong. I never thought you were stupid. Maybe just a little naive. Dealing with too many people like you has changed that. Yeah. Some. But I can still see her in your eyes. That pretty girl with a terrible craving for something better than what she had. And you're an uncivilized, power-hungry, dangerous god-thug with a lot of minion thugs at your beck and call. <laughs> I always wanted to have minions. Nah, I'm just a businessman. And I'm a cop. It doesn't have to mean we're on opposite sides. In this case, it does. Roberts was determined to shut shenanigans down. You think I'm zealous? Believe me. Roberts was willing to do anything to achieve his goal. Anything. I don't know anything about him. Now why don't I think you're telling me the truth? Look, I know you don't trust me much, and I know your reasons, and I'm sorry for some of them. But you have to admit I'm at least smart enough not to knowingly mess with cops. And to put it in terms you might understand about me, there's no profit in it. Only a lot of paperwork grief and time-eating visits from yet more cops. Of course, I don't mind you so much, but I think you get the point. I get it. I'll look into this on my end. See what I can find out. You won't mind if I continue to look into it myself. I'm not going to stop you. But it's in my best interest to find out what's going on, if there is anything going on at my own place. That almost makes me laugh. That you wouldn't know every detail of everything in your little mob kingdom. I'd like to make you laugh, Maddie. Really laugh. I bet it's been a long time. Only family and lovers call me Maddie. So I'm not, and never have been, Maddie, to you. Do whatever it is that you're going to do. But let's be very clear about this, Arkel. I'm going to find out what happened to a good, dedicated cop, even if it means I have to bring in the entire region's police force. Then we'll both find out, and we can help each other fill in the details. When I come back, it'll be to ask you more questions, not to give you answers. Oh, I was kind of hoping I could keep that. Go well with my matching ear studs. Were you? Now you know how it works. 
The only way you get a souvenir is if you fuck me or kill me. Are those my choices? Because if they are, I... The point is, you don't get a choice. Now or ever. Goodbye, Arkel. Ugh. Will you get out of my way, you damn lout? Just doing my job. Looking forward to your next visit, Lieutenant. Tell my minion slash thug to get his ass in here. Mm -mm. I wonder if she still kisses as good as I remember. <laughs> damn. On the next, The Kingery. You okay, Proc? I am not as such. For that matter, you don't look well either, Julie. I'm fine, boss. No, you're not. Where's Tithia? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Exactly what I said. Do you not understand the utterances of my verbalization? Tithia knows. Knows what? About the task I performed at your request. What? Are you trying to tell me that I don't know what the hell goes on in my own casino? No, boss. Well... Maybe just this one time, boss. This is about your parent types again. They can't ignore me then. They'll have to pay attention to me. Get it, darling. There are other ways. You don't want to get mixed up yes, in... Yes, I do. And I already am. I'm just trying to look after... I can look after myself. Regina, please. I did not mean to hurt you. People are talking and some of them actually think we're together. We could be. Perhaps. Maybe all a man like me needs is the love of a good woman. Us good women deserve better. Excuse me. Can I, can I help you with something? Couldn't help but overhear you talking to yourself. Just look for some uh, supplies I had shipped in. You seem a bit nervous. I don't know what's going on anymore. The whole world is screwed up. Just want my old life back. You got to be careful what you wish for. Might not always be what you expect. I need to see all of your records now. Without a warrant, I can't help you. Give me the records now! Next time on The Kingery, only at PendantAudio.com. This guy's nuts. Get him out of here. Good enough for me. Come on, buddy. Let's go. I'm not leaving. We'll drag you out of here then. Hold still. Let me go. I need those records, please. Please. The Kingery, Episode 6, Part 6, featuring the voice talents of Andrew Eckhart as Robert, Jane Parrish as Regina, Michael McCaskill as Adam Shepard, Darian Lindell as the prostitute, Pete Mylan as Tommy Arkell, Chip Joel as Jawbone, and Alicia Lane Matheson as Madeline Gray. Written by Teresa J. McGarry. Story by Jeffrey Bridges with Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, Teresa J. McGarry, and Seth Adam Schur. Original music composed by David Alexander McDonald, directed by Seth Adam Schur. Produced by Pendant Productions, this production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry, copyright 2007 Pendant Productions.
For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.